Hi, welcome to this episode of Dark Horse Matters with Bev. Um, here, many people from all walks of life can come to share their story about their their ambitions and their goals and um, just their grit to follow their dreams and their passions in life. Many of the guests I have on this show are entrepreneurs, business owners, creative people, or just passionate people who want to make a difference in the world. Okay, and um, today I have a very special guest that I want to introduce you to. We met randomly on a Facebook group called Asian Hustle Network. Um, it's such an amazing community on that group. Um, I'm very guilty of scrolling for a lot of time, a long time, just reading everybody's goals and dreams. It's very inspiring. And that's how we met just randomly and became friends through that group. And now he's here on my show. And I'm very excited to introduce you to him because he is such a young person. He's not even graduated from high school yet. And he's already making such a huge impact in the community and taking the initiative and the time to learn the communication skills that we as humans need to learn. And I wish that I learned those kind of skills at his age. All I cared about at his age was playing guitar and having fun. <laughs> but I know that we are gonna see great things from this young man. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Justin Tran. Oh, hi everyone. I'm, I'm 17 years old, uh, residing in San Gabriel, California. Um, I'm a senior in high school in the San Gabriel Valley. Um, I have an older sister, um, which she graduated from college. Now she's an IT technician. My mom was an immigrant from uh, Vietnam. Um, she came here 25 years ago. And now she, um, we're living a, a better life. And through all the life's challenges and adversity, like we try to work hard and, and live day by day. Is it just you, you, her, and your mom? Oh uh, yeah. Then I live with my uh, grandma, and my mom, and my oh. sister lives um, somewhere else. Okay. Um, I, you know, at your age, you said you're 17 years old, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just so impressed with your mindset and you know the way you just move forward with such passion. I, um, where does this drive come from? And like, um. You know how how did this manifest into your belief systems in life? I think the drive came from my tenacity to always have room for growth. You know, my dad had abandoned me when I was one years old, so growing up in the in the single parent environment is hard. Going through a lot of financial struggles, men, like mentally and physically, it's um, emotional and there's a lot of internal pain. But that drive comes from you know coming from nothing and building myself up through um, life's challenges. You know, every day I have to take bold risks and get from point A to point B. And with that in mind, there's, everyone goes through a different walk of life. But my walk of life is, a lot of people say it's, in a, it's in a, an ex inspiring narrative where I try to become my best self and always have confidence in what I do and never look um, past my past, but also move forward in life where I can make impact in other people's lives. That's great. You know, I, I can relate a little bit um, because I'm a single mom mm -hmm. and I know how hard it is to, and I have two kids as well, you know, it's, it's not easy to, you know, be working so much trying to survive and, you know, you know, you're 
you you have to take care of these young people you know <laughs> it, it's not easy but i i really um admire you for you know just not being a victim you know and just wanting to do do great for your family so i really really appreciate that um so can you tell us a little bit can you share with us a little bit about some of the struggles you've gone through like anything specific that that created this belief system for you know the mindset of wanting to just get ahead and you know just be on top of of life you're, you're so young you know like you have so much time ahead of you but um can you share with us a little bit any specific struggles that the biggest you... struggles is that um in second through middle school and eighth grade i was put in, spe in a special education class that the school system thought that i had a dis learning disability and i overcame that learning disability i didn't see that i had a learning disability because sometimes i would struggle during classes but I overcame that and always be a, an original person, be an open-minded person that I worked hard and I overcame that struggle to become better. And, you know, going through having a disability, it doesn't affect me in any way because life's journey is like, you have to overcome challenges, you have to take bold risks and you have to push yourself harder to achieve something even bigger. And that's what I did. It's like, I and I'm in all general ed classes I didn't take any APs or honors classes, but I still um, become the best self of who I can to inspire others. And, you know, people say when you have a disability, it, people think negative. They have so much insecurities about who you are as a person, but I don't take that into my heart because I know how I can perceive to persevere and be resilient. Right. Um, I think that's that's so powerful because um a lot of times and even just you know being from a different country like um the guest that i had previously from you um he was talking about one of his students and he's from china but the teachers treated him like he had a disability you know <laughs> or like you know that he wasn't they, they did and it and really it's just he wasn't from the same country that's it you know and um i i think it's very very great that you you don't let it, you know, take over your mind and be, a, I think that one of the biggest setbacks that people can have is just taking everything personal, right? Um, so have you, like, you're a senior in high school now, right? Oh, yes, I am. Okay. In three and a half months. Are you, um, have you identified at all, like, what you're passionate about, or like, what you want to do, like, what, what do you want to major in college, or any ideas of what you want to pursue? I was thinking business, uh, because business is so broad, but I already know, I know all the, all the business skills, and I have all the, I already have that entrepreneur, entrepreneur mindset, but I want to do something that I'm really passionate about giving to others, and making a difference in today's bleak society, so I want to major in public administration and with a minor in politi uh, political science, where I want to get into um, Congress in the future, work in office, because you know there's not a lot of API um, members in the community who can represent the Asian community. And we need more of that leadership, but also inspire others to, especially the Asian community, to work in politics. And that's where I fit in the most because, you know, taking on a lot of leadership roles and being really open-minded and determined in what I do, 
led me for because I have a lot of mentors and friends and advocates in my life just telling me, Justin, like you'll become a CEO in your early 20s. You'll have a really big fantasy in what you do, but also giving to others is most of, the, most of the powerful things I can see, you know, coming from nothing. You know, I don't look at myself as like, no, Justin came from nothing and I'll be stuck in the same place forever. No, like I want to build up my milestone like I'm I'm the force that will be reckoned with you know what I think is really great about you also is that you're not um you're not like stuck in your own little comfort zone like you are are so great about just reaching out and making friends and building this um, network of people that can really help you in the future. You know, people always want to nurture um, young people with great um, outlooks in life, you know, like, and I see you on social media, I'm following you on Instagram and, and LinkedIn. And I, I just, you know, I see you building a really strong network of, of people that I know that um, is, is going to just be very, um, positive for you in the future. So um, uh, I wanted to ask you, because on social media, I always see these posts that you do about uh, with this um, person who is uh, a politician, right? Uh, I, I see on social media about you posting about managing a political campaign for someone. So uh, I can you tell us a little bit about who this woman is. I think it's so impressive that you're managing a political campaign at your age. But can you tell us a little bit about who this woman is? How did you meet her? And um, why why do you believe that she can uh, make a difference in the community and impact, you know, in our community and in the government? Also, I met Lily Zhao uh, through Asian Hustle Network as well. Oh, what a cool coincidence so she messaged privately private messaged me saying justin can you be my campaign manager slash director to manage my campaign because i'm running for the california u.s senator so which is camila harris seat which she's running for and so she um she is an entrepreneur a healthcare worker but also she's a really she's really dedicated and passionate about helping others in the community she resides in San Diego um, La Jolla area and so she she her story is that she immigrated here from China at age 17 coming with nothing wasn't fluent in English didn't have any money she had to take care of her parents at age 15 so she was a caregiver of her parents at age 15 so she went through a lot of sacrifice throughout her life and so in her early 20s she opened up three consulting companies in San Diego where it benefit her college students to work. You, you work from learning, not undoing, not from um, listening. So she, um, and then she sold her, her three consulting companies in her late, thir in late 20s. And so now she's a, um, a tax strategist, a real estate broker, a, college professor at San Diego, San Diego State University teaching MBA students on global business. And she's also, um, she volunteers at the Elderly Senior Center every day in the morning. And now she's she ran for San Diego District 1 San Diego Council last year, but she was 3,167 votes short, 
without any, um, without without a team, without door to door marketing, without anything, with and funding too. And now she she didn't make it, but she dreamed big and took initiative that I want to do something for my community. So that's why she ran for a California U.S. state senator, but she can make a difference by um, dreaming big and also not letting people. Um, feeling insecure about who she is as a person because she grew up really poor and real and seeing her sacrifice which resonates to of my story in my life it, we have that connection and bonding that you know we're not just doing this for a purpose and a meaning and helping others become their best self but also changing policies changing and um the environment and this bleak society where, you know, we want to empower youth and we want to educate the youth on education reform. You know, the education system is really broken these days. You know, the, the school system teaches you how to live under a mortgage. It doesn't teach you how to live, to live un, paycheck by paycheck. And then also uh, tax cuts, you know, on a 10% flat, um, flat tax plan because like more Americans are being taxed out. Um, you know, if you're making over $100,000, you're being taxed out 40% of your um, annual salary. And so, you know, we serve for people. We want, and our love and message is like, we, we want to spread love. We want to spread um, compassion, harmony, and creating a beautiful society where we all can be a united uh, community together, stand together. You know, there's just so much um, dividance through everything that's going on, you know, and all the incidents and tra traumatic um, life um, experience that people go through, but we want to tell people we're here for you. And that's what we seek to build upon a community where we get, they can have the support and the love. Right. I, you know, I think that's so powerful. And she sounds like an amazing person. Her name is Lily Zhao. Yes. Is that how you pronounce her last name? Um, I think that is so cool that you guys met on Asian Hustle Network too. And I just think it's so cool and very powerful to and important to have um, someone representing the Asian community here in America. That's super important. Like I feel like we're underrepresented, you know? So um, I, I just think it's very powerful. And I, I love that she reached out to you, a young person because mm -hmm. the young people are the people that's going to be, you know, out there in, in, in the community and, you know, in the workforce and, you know, all the new business owners, they're all, and I see so much, um, so many good things with these, this new generation, this Gen Z's, you, you guys are amazing. Like all, all the uh, people of your generation, uh, especially during uh, COVID and quarantine, I just, seen so many positive things come through from the kids that who had just graduated even just people that I've met and I hear a lot of them just jumping right into entrepreneurship and I just find that very very inspiring and I good for you I, I really thank you for um you know you know just jumping in and you know helping her because I I think she sounds like an, a very amazing person and she could really be a force in in the community so uh I wanted to ask you, Justin, like, where do you see yourself? Like if you were to, cause you're, you're 17, where do you see yourself in five years? Like someone of my age, five years sounds like a long time, you know, <laughs> but for you, that's like what, 22 years old you're going to be like, have you ever thought about what, what, what you would be doing in five years? Where do you see yourself? 
five years i'll see myself probably owning some businesses or having a partnership in the business or working in government relations or something big where i can you know be a manager that's what i see myself when people tell me justin you'll be a manager in your early 20s or, or a ceo and i think I can be, but it's just the passion in me and that drive in me, the motivation, that confidence will get me far. And so I'm not worried about my life through the next few years because, you know, after I graduate college and I'll probably be graduating college by age 22. So by then, you know, I'll have a, sta a stable um, job, um, but it's more I want to work in the federal level, the government level or the state level. Do you, do you know what colleges, if you applied already, like, where do you see yourself going to college? Uh, I'm still waiting for a Cal Poly Pomona or Cal State okay. Poly, majoring in uh, public administration. Okay. Political science. Um, what about, you know, by the time you're my age, I'm 42 years old, like, that must sound like eons to you. <laughs> but like, what do you see yourself doing? Um, in that time, like, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to project your mind that far in the, in the future. But for someone like you, I, I see yourself actually thinking about stuff like that. So have you thought about it? Mm, I think I see myself in my 40s, probably, you know, running as high leadership positions in office, especially in the White House, because there's so much positions in there. But you don't need to have a political science degree or any law degree just to have that position. It's all about having that momentum of thriving and wanting that position badly by, you know, for me at a young age, you know, impacting others to become their best self, inspiring others, but also creating a movement of youths because they're the change of tomorrow and they're the future of tomorrow. And so that would get me far because, you know, I might, probably have some nonprofit organizations by them. I'm part of some nonprofit organizations. And, you know, by the by then I'll, when I'm 18, I'll probably um, engage more in the community to grow the organizations. Yeah. And you know what, like, I don't see that being a problem for you because you're you're so outgoing and you connect with people very easily. So I, I see that being not a very difficult thing for you to do at all. So um, I just wanted to ask you um, about entrepreneurship. I know you have that mindset already. Like um, with entrepreneurship, like um, I, I believe that being a business owner like takes a lot of courage because um, you have to believe in yourself, you know, like um, and a lot of people when you're an entrepreneur, like a lot of people, you know, they don't they don't agree with what you're doing. A lot of times people will come and try to stand in your way or tell you not, or tell you to quit. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I just think that you have the heart and the influence, um, you know, like you, I don't see that being a problem for you to have the, the heart and the influence over other people. Um, as far as like business, like, do you have any, um, I know you want to go into the, the government and, you know, but do you ever, see yourself like, I don't know, being managing a big team of people? Uh, yes, I do. I already do manage a big team for the political campaign and other organizations too. And so, you know, 
people say like entrepreneur entrepreneurship it's so hard it takes a lot of courage and sacrifice and a lot of investments but it really doesn't and if you have that um if you have that that growth mindset in you to like keep on wanting to move forward in life and you know it takes patience a lot of persistence and con uh, consistency to build up that relationship with people build up your business it doesn't it just it, it doesn't take one day it takes you know years and months to get leads get customers with my business as a you know a couple a couple of months ago I, a couple of months ago i opened up my banana bread business uh, banana bread business and you know i opened for like four months selling banana bread and that was kind of tough in the beginning, but after the three months, you know, I had more customers, more leads, and I started gaining profit. But I have to take like 10 to 15% of my profit, put it aside to invest more in products and ingredients. And, you know, it's all about investing and putting money on the side. You don't want to overspend and not spend money because some, and yet have a good set budget, you know, and Man, that's, that's really important. I'm so glad that you have that experience with, with already, like you're, you have your own little business that you're doing because it, it gets good practice, you know, like, um, at your age, a lot of people, they don't even think about budgeting. You know what I mean? I didn't even think about budgeting until recently, you know, like, I, I think that's really amazing that, and I don't give up, just keep doing it. And I've seen your pictures of your banana bread on Instagram and it makes my mouth water. Like, I want to taste it very badly. <laughs> Can you send it to the East Coast? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Before it goes bad over the... <laughs> so I guess my last question for you is, um, if money was not a problem and you had like a bottomless pit of cash, you know, like, what would you choose to do with it? Like, what, like, just, you know, no limits, like... What kind of impact do you see yourself creating for yourself, your community, any personal things that you would do with wealth if it wasn't even an issue? Like with that kind of wealth, like what would you choose to do with it? Mm, I would open up companies to create more jobs for people, you know, um, donate to charities, especially cancer, people who have cancer um, or foster children, orphanage, because they don't have any family besides them. They don't have any income. They're like living in a foster home with nothing. And it's really devastating seeing them suffer, you know, as me, you know, growing up with nothing. I don't, I, I don't ask. I never ask for stuff. I never ask for money. I never ask for clothes, but I work hard for what I earn. You know, I work at age 14 and building up my career through then I was my first job was in, in hospitality then I moved up to marketing and sales and working with these nonprofit organizations and businesses you know it takes a lot of courage and sacrifice but in the end it pays off because with the amount of wealth I have I don't want to be selfish that I, I, I don't want to own a luxurious car or or have a nice house or have um, nice clothes I want to give to people who are in desperate need you know, um, that that is so beautiful that you're so generous like that. But I just want to tell you that when you achieve that kind of success, it's okay to treat yourself too. You know, it's okay to have a nice car if you've earned it. And it's okay to live in a nice house and treat your family to what they deserve. 
So don't forget that either. Okay. Like, cause, cause I, I think it's just so beautiful that you're so generous. You have that giving mentality and because you have that, you, you will get things in return. That's just the way the world works, you know, with the cosmos. So I just want to thank you so much for, for coming and sharing your story. Um, I, I, I think that we're going to see a lot of great things from you because you have such a fresh outlook and you're, you're not afraid. And that's probably what I admire about you the most at your age, you just seem fearless. And, and that is just an incredible, powerful thing to have as a 17 year old. So thank you so much, Justin. I really appreciate you meeting with me today. And, um, I just, you know, encourage people to follow his story. You know, if you want to look, follow him on Instagram, you know, um, I will drop the links so you can, you can check him out and make sure you follow, um, the campaign, the political campaign as well. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bev, for everything.